You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I even think that baseball players probably have like a different viewpoint once baseball is in the month of September because Mm -hmm. like the dog days of summer are tough on everybody. It is a long season for everyone. If you think paying attention to like Cubs Rockies in the middle of July is, you know, tough to do, like, I think you are right in that regard. But now that it's the month of September, a lot of these games actually mean something. So I think it's much easier to be dialed into baseball, even though it's football season, because there are a lot of intriguing races in the divisional races. So uh, even though it's September, and I know a lot of people have their eyes focused on football, still plenty to get to in Major League Baseball. And plus, how about winning yourself a little extra money to bet on some football this weekend. So let's continue on with the MLB slate here on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Uh, And let's go to the Giants and the Cubs. This game Mm -hmm. is in Chicago where the Cubs are minus 150 favorites. We've got San Francisco plus 125. Sean Manaya is starting for San Francisco. He's five and five with a 496 ERA facing the veteran Kyle Hendricks, who's five and seven with a 359 ERA, Jenks, the Giants offense has been downright terrible. The Cubs have been better. Do you like the Cubs here? Or do you think there is another angle that we should be mentioning? No, all my plays are super juicy. This is how I know that I'm back into football mode. I'm just like, I'll just take the favorite on the money line. I'll just take the favorite on the money line like every single time. But I like the Cubs on the money line here. Manea has been bad away from home this season era of 6.20 kyle hendricks solid at wrigley era of 4.32 bullpen wise neither team has a real advantage here if you're looking at the past couple of weeks or even the scope of the entire season chicago with a better offense giants bats have gone cold give me the cubs on the money line yeah, I think if you don't have a ton of faith in either pitcher, like I think Kyle Hendricks gets the upper hand because he is the veteran and usually he's pretty good at Wrigley. Uh, but you look at these offenses and one offense stands out and not for the right reasons. The San Francisco Giants out over the last month in baseball have the worst OPS of any team. Gross. That's including the Rockies. That's including the A's. That's including all of the cellar dweller teams in all of baseball. So not an offense that I'd like to trust. And then you don't even have one of your better pitchers on the mound. Like they had Logan Webb going yesterday and they still couldn't win that game. So no thank you to the San Francisco Giants. I would be on the Cubbies here, even though it is a little juicy at minus 150. Next up, let's go to the game that... I'm not sure how to play. We've got the Mariners facing off with the Reds. Seattle minus 160. Cincinnati plus 135. Total of 10. Bryce Miller of Seattle facing Connor Phillips. And we talked about this a little bit earlier. 
that the Reds have a ton of guys on the COVID list right now. It is mm-hmm. a ghost ship uh, sailing the waters of the NL Central for the Reds. <laughs> but yeah, they continue to win games. They won three of their last four. So what do you do when you have a team that continues to defy expectations? This is a weird game. And Jenks, I want no part of it. I want no part of it either. Honestly, Seattle is probably it. I'm going to go Reds money line. Why not? I'm not going to bet this game. So I might as well just get some plus money on the card. <laughs> I was researching Connor Phillips, and he's getting the call up because Graham Ashcraft is on the 15-day IL. But he is a guy who struggles with his command. However, he is a strikeout machine. 154 strikeouts in 105 innings this season in the minors. He is the Reds' number four overall prospect. So... Reds, against all odds, have been finding ways to win. Let's go with the COVID kids, plus 135. Sure. God, the COVID kids. What a nickname for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, I think one player maybe you can trust in this game. Julio Rodriguez has been a wagon lately. Over his last 15 games, he's hitting 471 with six home runs. And even in his last seven, he's cooled down a bit, but still hitting the cover off the ball, hitting 367 with four home runs over his last seven. So maybe a total basis prop on Julio Rodriguez if you think he can get the best of the COVID kids. Granted, there's probably not a ton of value because he is a superstar player, but also it is a home run friendly park when you're playing at Great American Ballpark. So maybe that's the way to go. Uh, let's go to the Red Sox of the Rays, staying in the AL mm. East or going to the AL East, I should say. Boston plus 135, Tampa Bay minus 160, total of eight. Cutter Crawford uh, throws for the Red Sox today. He's six and seven, 408 ERA facing Zach Eflin, who's 13 and eight with a 340 ERA. Jenks, do you like the Red Sox here or is there another way to play this? God, I like the raise money line. What is wrong with me? But honestly, Zach Eflin has been a moneymaker at home this season. 10 and 4 with a 3.05 ERA. And remember, Alex Verdugo is out of the Boston lineup right now, which hamstrings them just a little bit. I will say this here is your sabotage factor. Cutter Crawford on the road this season has been really, really good. Six and three, a two point oh six ERA. Fenway, he's not good on the road. He's exceptional. So I would look at the under, maybe raise money line, but not my favorite pick. That's pretty juicy against a guy who on the road has been spectacular. The under makes me nervous though. Between these two offenses, I know. like, wouldn't you not be shocked if the Red Sox put up some? Some runs here. I almost said points. I'm in football mode. Uh, <laughs> same goes with the Rays. The Rays are a pretty solid offense. Mm-hmm. I know that they're not putting up the numbers that they used to, but now they're residing back in the top 10 over the last month. Uh, OPS, ninth best in all of baseball, and Boston, even better at the seventh mm-hmm. best. So I think that's the sabotage factor if you're playing an under here, is that both of these offenses are pretty top-notch. So I don't really know how to play this one, so I'm not going to. It's going to be a pass for me. And it looks like we have a starter for the Brewers, but not for the Pirates. We got this Brewers and Pirates matchup that I'm sure everybody is on the edge of their seat. Do you have (laughs) anything that you want to bring to the audience's attention here? Or is this one not going on the card for you? It's not going to make the card for me unless maybe, maybe the Brewers will 
or maybe the Pirates, I should say, will decide on who they're going to go with. I think it might be a bullpen game for them. So the only thing I would say is this. The early lines are coming out of different books, and right now Milwaukee is a almost a minus 170 favorite on the money line, which is way too juicy. I will say this about Brandon Woodruff. Very solid on the road this season, over four starts, 1-0, a 3.42 ERA. So if you're talking about a bullpen game for the Pirates, and clearly it's not a good bullpen, maybe you lean Brewers on the run line and get yourself some plus money. I think that's the only way to play it. Yeah. Do you really want to trust the Pirates right now? I don't. No. Uh, but it's hard to handicap the game when you don't have a starting pitcher. Jenks, can I complain about a bet for a second? Because sure. we weren't on here Monday. And I don't know what Matt's thoughts are on the Yankees and their new sluggers that are coming from the minor leagues. But Jason mm -hmm. Dominguez, what are you doing ruining my night? Because I had the Yankees, or excuse me, I had the Astros on. Uh, I had Justin Verlander to record a win. I think this was back on Friday. So I know some people are probably rolling their eyes. But when you see a team that has a new infusion of talent, and they come in and they improve the offense significantly. Because this is my question. What do you make of the Yankees' uh, lineup and offense right now? Because the Yankees, surprisingly, just swept the Astros. This is a Yankees team mm -hmm. where usually I am fading the hell out of their offense. Over the course of the season, one of the worst offenses in all of baseball. But now they've stumbled across three games in which they've scored at least five runs in all three of them. When you see an outlier like that, mm -hmm. what do you make of teams uh, that kind of have defied the mold and gone into a different direction? Like, I don't think these prospects are like doing that much for the lineup, but still, like, do I continue to ride the Yankees lineup and say that, oh, maybe a Yankees team total today because they are playing the Tigers? Well, good luck. I Here's what I think. It's, it's baseball, right? And maybe these young guns are going to come up and they're going to knock the cover off the ball, and then all of a sudden the Yankees going to run. But I think at some point we'll see some regression. It's like L.A. De La Cruz, for example. Now, mm -hmm. they're not in the same category that he is, but when he came up, what happened? Hit well immediately. Young guys in that Red ro Reds roster all of a sudden started playing well. Everyone was hitting, and then it's Major League Baseball. They're still rookies, and regression came. And so that's how I tend to look at this. And also, it doesn't matter who you are in baseball. Remember that time when the A's went on that run? They were winning all these games, yeah. and I was betting against them, and you're like, oh, where is this coming from? And then they started playing like the A's again. So it's cool to see this young infusion of talent. It's good for the Yankees. Maybe they'll keep hitting. But at some point, they're still rookies, and I'm not comparing the Yankees to the A's. But we are talking about two bad baseball teams. <laughs> Even bad baseball teams make runs even late in the season. And so what we're seeing now, I think, is an anomaly. So maybe I'll let this pass and then go back to fading the Yankees. But at least for me, and feel free to disagree, I would not I would not jump on the Yankees train based on some minor league bats who have hit well in two or three games. This reminds me of when you kill a snake and even if you cut off its head, it still moves. Have you ever experienced this? It's crazy. Yes. It's, just, yeah, it's gross. Yes. 
That's what it feels gross. like the Yankees are doing right now. Like it's too late for them to salvage their season. So if you say, oh, they just swept the Astros. What a weekend for the Yankees. Well, it's too late. Your team's already dead. It doesn't seem to matter. Jason Dominguez has been great, but also you have the spotlight factor to where mm-hmm. if he does something, you're going to see it on the highlight reel. Because right. I thought when I was going to look at his stats, I was like, oh, he's probably hitting like 450. No, he's hitting 231. He has a couple of big <laughs> home runs that right. have you know been great. But overall, it's not like he is hitting the cover off the ball every single at bat. But again, the Yankees are facing the Tigers today and Garrett Cole is pitching. Jenks, I was surprised to mm-hmm. not hear you say, oh, take the Yankees in the first five. But again, I have trouble trusting the Yankees offense. Like, can you at least trust Garrett Cole? I can. What's the price on Garrett Cole? I missed that game. So let me take a look. Let me take a gander at that. But yes, Yankees first five is probably the way to go is always the way to go. If you're talking about Garrett Cole problem is, are you getting a palatable price? I need to find this on BetMGM. I need to look at this. If it's not too expensive, then all of a sudden, Chelsea, you have my attention when it comes to the Yankees right now, Yankees first five. Well, first five on the money line is minus 250. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get any value here. The first five run line is minus a run and a half of the Yankees at plus 105. Oh. Let's see what it is at a half run. Let's see what it is at half run. Let's do it. First five spread. Come on, bet MGM. Are they even going to let me have this bet? They may not. Here it is right here. All right. Yankees first five spread minus 160 if you want a half run. Oh, I think that's too expensive, yeah, right? That's too the expensive problem. for the too Yankees. Expensive. Yeah. God, that's like going to the store and you see something you really like, and then you look at the price tag and you're like, uh oh, that's not for me. I am not <laughs> a rapper or somebody who has an exorbitant amount of money. Maybe like Garrett Cole. I bet he doesn't look at the price tag on things. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.